Alba Nicholson. Thanks for being here. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> it's very exciting. Uh, you are, let's start that you are in a hotel room. We'll get there first. Um, although it would be a lovely home too, but you're in a hotel room. Talk about what you've been up to because um, your the brand Greybeard, which is part of Thrive Cannabis, has been rolling out across the country. Talk about what you've been doing because I think it's um, something people intuitively understand maybe, but it takes boots on the ground. Talk about what you've been up to. Yeah, we've. Uh, I'm just in week nine right now of a Canadian Roadshow, and uh, it's been lovely. Um, when we launched in Ontario, um, we sort of made a commitment to go up and hit all those tertiary markets. Uh, we rented a Winnebago. Myself and Todd drove uh, from Ottawa all the way up to Thunder Bay and hit every store in between. Um, we did these unboxings. I mean. The way that we're set up, we're, uh, we don't have a lot of money, but we got a lot of time on our hands and we're a bunch of crafty folks. So we decided that we were gonna go out and build our own displayers from felled trees on the farm and, uh, and offcuts. So one of our founders, Jay Bloom, and his family got together and we built all these boxes and we decided to take these crates all the way up to Thunder Bay and hit every store in between. And uh, by doing that, we saw all the wonderful relationships that we were able to build firsthand with the retailers and uh, and through that obviously we saw you know some tremendous sales coming out into the market um i i personally don't want to live in a world where a retailer can't reach out to me directly and say baba this sucks and uh because being small and being able to pivot quickly we need to have that relationship so that we can make changes i mean we're going to make mistakes. Uh, I think everybody is. And the big thing is to be able to take ownership of those and, and make those changes as quickly as possible. So we've been building some amazingly strong relationships uh, across Ontario. And as we came into our Saskatchewan launch, um, we decided to do the same thing. So we rented another Winnebago and we drove across Saskatchewan, uh, middle of a snowstorm. I think it was the worst one that they'd had since 1996 uh, for that early in the year. And we trucked through and saw a whole bunch of the retails uh, in Saskatchewan, again, just sort of pre-launching and, and building those relationships. And from there, I decided to just truck on over into BC and I've been here for about five weeks now, uh, living at the, uh, living at the Delta, fantastic hotel, by the way. And uh, you have to say that <laughs> they gave me a free upgrade. So That's I feel great. like I should, you know, it's just the kind thing to do. Um, but yeah, so being here in Delta and working, working with our sales force. So we have uh, Green Hedge as our sales force and Boots on Ground uh, across Canada for us. And they've done a phenomenal job of representing us. And uh, we couldn't be prouder of, of Andrew and Steve and the team. But what we have found is having an executive from a company work with those boots on the ground to do those pre-launches. We're really, we're able to tell our story the way somebody else couldn't. And they sort of get to meet us and and see what we're all about and get a little piece of our family farm in their store. I love it. And, and as COVID goes on, I'm actually growing into the gray beard component of the brand. If you see this, uh, but, but actually here's a little surprise. I got a very, uh, really thoughtful gift from, uh, I'll, I'll name it, Matt Mauer, uh, sent over a really thoughtful gift. And, uh, one of the things in there was a gray beard, um, live resin vape, which I have not even opened yet. I'm trying to figure out how to open the, um, the childproof, uh, but, but, it, but, but I'm saving it for a special occasion because it is a special product. And, and as I said, before we came on, I've seen the product in store. It is well represented. It is well-placed. It is 
the relationships you are building with retailers make a huge difference. Uh, and I've seen it sort of on the ground. Uh, thanks so much, man. That really means a lot. And Matt's been fantastic, actually, with shoutouts on Twitter and things like that. And it, it's been really cool to watch the community um, come together and, and give us that love and support. I mean, you and I have been having this conversation for three years now um, as to when we were able to get things up and going. And the way we took a look at the market before is we knew there was no point in us stepping in to the regulated market unless we could be disruptive and uh, and have sort of unique cultivars and, and unique products. And so we've been selling B2B for almost two years um, before we were able to pull the team together and, and you know, really put together a product that we thought would disrupt. And I mean, if our mission is to eradicate the illicit market or at least divert from legacy, we've got to put out fire and we've got to price it accordingly. Yeah. Um, we were able to bring some beautiful people on board. Last year, we were blessed to have one of the only eight licenses, I think, in Canada for Outdoor Grow. Um, and from there, we uh, we brought on Matt, um, Matt Pridham, and he's an unbelievable um, extract engineer specialist genius and uh, Matt's been running hydrocarbon our facility ever since so that's where you see the the new turp slush products that we've put out there with the Kish and the SLK we were I think the second one in Canada first in Ontario for a live resin product we were the first live resin pen in Canada um, straight live resin no distillate no added turps just it really becomes at that point I think that the truest representation of not not even the plant, but that pheno, that year, that season, that harvest, that weather, you know, it's almost terroir, I suppose, in that way. And I think that that's really cool. That's amazing. It's, it's also, look, we, we've had this conversation, you said for three years, the passion that you bring to it is evident in everything you do. And hopefully at some point we'll be able to get the Bubba hugs going back again uh, uh, in person. But one of the things that that did strike me over the past, I would say, three or four weeks, we've been seeing, you know, lots of announcements coming from lots of companies. Um, we had one this week um, that Tricom got acquired by uh, IMC, an Israeli company, which is interesting and compelling news and and shows the internationalization of it. But but what we are really excited about on the more local level, and certainly in Ontario, is this going to be this massive ramp up of retail in Ontario, but specifically diversified retail and things that are interesting to go to and be at. And, and one of the things that we were excited to read was that you guys got a, uh, I guess, the first license or, or authority to open and what you'll do in this year, a Farmgate store, which is like, that's like a dream, no? Yeah, no, it's, uh, and honestly, I'm going to take credit for all of that, although I had absolutely nothing to do with it, but that's just sort of- You're, you're the one being recorded, man, do it. <laughs> so, you know, it's been a bit of a process for me to get this done, but uh, I found some spare time here and there to be able to do it. It's uh, it's really Brandon, our QA team, who, uh, you know, we've, we've had a lot of firsts in the industry, and uh, if you give us a challenge, we will always sort of rise to it. And uh, because our company is so small and we all wear a million different hats, everybody sort of plugged away at getting this done. And Brandon and the QA team, uh, I, you know, I think we're posed to be, uh, poised to be the very first. Um, we'll see whether that happens. I've uh, I'd probably put money on it the way the guys are working right now, but we had a fantastic call with uh, the OCS team the other day and, and we're moving forward on that construction. and. Uh, we just had a call with uh, Shabazz and, and Ann, and they've been uh, amazing at sort of giving us some insight um, 
into that retail space and how we can get things done. So I'm really excited about the team that we put together to get this open and, you know, hopefully fingers crossed, we'll, uh, we'll be the first one. Well, I will be there. <laughs> I'll be knocking on the door. What's that? You've had, an, you've had an open invite for three years and that's I, what it takes. To it does. It, 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 it does what it takes. Uh, that is what it takes. Well, you got to get back to Ontario first and then we'll, uh, then we'll get together at least maybe on the porch or some, some stuff. Um, well, Bubba, like it seems like, and this has permeated a lot of conversations over the past, I would say month and a half, two months is that, uh, COVID aside, or maybe because of COVID, we are entering a new phase of the cannabis sector, right? Um, you look between what 2021 and January will look like and 2022 and January will look like, it, it's going to be an entirely different market, I think. I'm interested in your thoughts. We will have a thousand plus new stores across Canada. Most of, many of them will be in Ontario. There'll be new products. There'll be new uh, retail outlets. There will be new um new markets opening up outside of Canada as well. Like, are you sensing that we are on the cusp of something interesting, new dynamic that we will, you know, 2021 will just be a year that so many things happen that we'll look back on as this is the pivotal sort of grow, grown up year uh, for cannabis in Canada. You know, I, every year just seems to get better than the last and, and, I think that I think that we still have a lot of room to continue to grow, and I think that we'll start to see regulations start to lax in you know 2022, uh, giving people more opportunity to be able to stand out with their brands. And I think that for every company, we're going to find something that was pivotal for our company in those years moving forward. So I think taking a look at the market, I mean, it's going to be great that we've got a whole bunch more retail, but how much of that is going to be cannibalizing? And then we take a look at COVID. And, you know, poor Toronto right now with lockdown and as long as they've been in it, um, it's going to be a struggle. And I think the people that just stay lean and, and stay true to themselves are going to be able to hopefully make it through to the other side. And I think, you know, from a retail perspective, I think 2022 might be more of a year, um, especially the way we're starting off 2021 this year with the full right. lockdown. Right. I, every company is going to find over the next five years, um, even 10 years, that that one thing that has just been pivotal and launches them to the next level. Yeah. I want to go back to something you said to end on, because as you said, finding that one thing that'll be pivotal that you've, you think like, you know, you, you're on this roadshow for, for nine weeks uh, and more to come. Um, and you're, you're talking about that one-on-one -on -one relationship with retailers, right? Um, that you want them to be able to call you like that must, well, not feel like it actually does give you an edge because they will call. Right. They have a direct connection with Bubba. They have a direct connection with Greybeard, with Thrive Cannabis. Like, obviously, that was the intent. But how important and like what types of calls are you anticipating in 2021 from some of those retailers, um, either related to brand or related to operations, related to like just checking in? I mean, the, these relationships have helped us um, immensely in in our own sort of process in our own company. I was down at the neighborhood joint visiting Andrew one day um in toronto and we stand there and he'd said baba can you just come into my vault for a second and i was like yeah i'd love to and i walk in and he goes what do you see and i said just a bunch of cardboard boxes and he's like exactly now look at these labels he goes go find the quest product for me right now and i went over and i was like there's quest he's like now can you tell me which one's the mac and i was like i had to go in and and take a really quick peek at it i was like oh there it is there and he goes now find your product and I looked and I 
couldn't see our product sitting around. And then finally I sort of snuck a peek and I could see it in there. And he goes, that's the problem of it is that my staff are back here and for every single sale, it's taking them an extra 15, 20 seconds to be able to find the product because everybody's boxes look the same and the labels are so small. Yeah. And he's like, that 20 seconds over the course of the day, over the course of however many sales I'm doing is costing me money. And so being a small team, when we get information like that, it was straight into Tuesday's meeting. Taylor, here's an issue that we're having. How do we get these labels better? Well, by Wednesday, we had a proof to send off to Andrew so that he could approve it from a retail level for us. And we were able to implement that and make that change. And so it's getting those calls. It's somebody shooting you a message saying like, hey, the vape's clogged. Well, how's it clogged? Let me, let me walk you through this process. So let's take a look at it. And so the fact that we have all of that information coming in is amazing for us to be able to figure out what new products are. I mean, I can sit up at the farm and say, diamonds and sauce are the next product we're gonna put out. But quite honestly, it's the people that are there in the front lines that are gonna say, no, Bubba, the market's not ready for it yet. We need something with consistency of a turp slush or a batter or another product like that so that we can ease people in to concentrates. Yeah. I mean, anybody coming from the legacy market is gonna have their own ritual their own banger, their own torch. And so if we're doing our mission properly and we're getting diversion, they're already going to have a ritual and it's going to be much more advanced than everybody else. But these bud tenders are building can of sewers every single day. It's that person that starts off with a three and a half and then two weeks later they come in and they're like, or they start off with a pre-roll. Two weeks later they come in for a three and a half. They're like, I'm going to roll my own. And then two weeks later it's, it's what next? And, you know, is that going to be uh is that going to be a house of turbines beverage? Is it going to be a house plant? You know, is it going to be an edible? Is it going to be uh, one of the tea god soluble powders? And so as they're building these can of sewers, we need to educate people on how to get into concentrates. If the flower is not working for them anymore, if they want to take another step, if they want to be more discreet, how do we do that? And so because of what the bud tenders have been telling us in these relationships we've built, we've built out educational materials such as Dab Curious that they actually have cards out there where people can take a look and see that you don't need to have a blowtorch in a rig. We can destigmatize that a little bit and drive somebody towards a Yokan pen and show that just a little dab and you can keep using it and keep it on your person. And, you know, at the same time, hopefully that drives some sales to higher margin items to the retail people. But it's, it's all of that information is so important. And, and it's, it's honestly a, a direct, uh, reflection of the success that we're having right now. Our success is a direct reflection of those relationships. Well, Bubba, it's always great to talk to you. Um, one, because I, I love you, but also because I think what you just said about sort of learning from the experience in retail is something that was impossible to do before retail opened, obviously. So like products at the shelves without any of that sort of background, but now sort of having a very tight ear to that ground is absolutely essential to success and it's good to see you guys having it it's great to have this on standby for this uh for this lockdown so uh thank you for that and for the team for putting it out and um safe travels to you and we look forward to uh bubba hugs uh sometime in 2021 oh, i can't wait buddy honestly thank you so much for having me on and i love you and uh i love following all of your successes i revel in them on the daily so well great what you do uh I'll see you soon for hugs. Make sure you send a video of you trying that uh, that patent. Uh, okay. The best one I have is from Noah so far. Okay. I'll send you a private message of that one, but uh, <laughs> it really it really filled my heart with joy. Okay. Well, I'll try to fill your heart with joy at some point this week. How's that? You always do, Bob. All right. Thanks, Bubba. We'll check in with you down the road. Thanks, buddy. <laughs>